Yo, first and foremost, you know, this is uh, episode 53 of Just Another Knicks Fan, hosted by your host, Jack F. Y'all know what that stand for. Well, this is the first episode of 2021, episode 53 overall. And happy New Year's to everybody. And, you know, a prosperous, prosperous year to all. And also... Yo, there's nothing that we haven't seen in this world that hasn't happened already. So don't be surprised by anything. But yet we still are. History repeats itself. And I'm going to just leave it at that, you know, for sure. Happy New Year's. And welcome to episode 53 of just another Knicks fan. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Y'all should know why. Knicks is active. We out here as we should be. I'm not going to let... None of this crazy shit going on in this world fuck up the vibe that the Knicks is giving me right now. Because usually it's the other way around, you know what I'm saying? The world is functioning fine, and then, you know, the Knicks is naked. But um, right now it's the opposite, man. So I'm appreciate what the Knicks is doing for me right now, you feel me? And, yeah, I just, you know, we was 0-2, and we started playing good. And yeah, I just wanted to watch it play out. Just wanted to watch it play out, see what happens, see where we're going with it. And we was going in a good spot, man. I'm hype. I'm happy. You know, we all are enjoying this while it lasts. And if it lasts for even longer, thank you. If not, we are establishing the right culture as the New York Knicks, man. But, yo, this whole six days has been very interesting, man. To start the year, fucking Dodgecoin was going ham, yo. Like, it went higher than I thought it would. And... I ain't no, like, genius, like, stock investor or none of that shit. So I'm thinking, like, yo, I'm going to sell it on the dip or whatever. Like, I had some shit. I sold some. But I was like, damn, that shit just kept going up. I was like, yo, where the fuck is the dip? Where was it? I ain't have no salsa. I ain't have no ranch. I don't even like ranch, but I know a lot of people do. I couldn't find the dip. Yo. That shit kept going up. And this is not a financial marketing podcast or none of that shit. I was like, damn, yo, I would have just held on to it. I know, G- I mean, I ain't sell all of it, but like, I sold some of it. I was like, at least I had some sort of profit. So, like, can't be that greedy. But I was like, ah, oh, shit, you know. But it's all good. It happens, man. It's part of life, man. Just, you buy some stocks, you sell some stocks at a profit, and shit's fucking double and triple and shit, yo. Be crazy, yo. On some real. But, um, yeah, man. Like, I, I ain't no genius stock investor, but that shit low-key be addicting. Just looking at the stocks could be low-key addicting. I ain't gonna hold you. And, you know, that's that, man. Like, fucking Bitcoin is lit right now. Um, a lot of stocks is on the rise, man. For, you know, a lot of the, like, stocks is just, like, a lot of times based on emotion and news, man. And, you know, you could correlate that with the Knicks. You could have nothing going on. And the media will swear the Knicks got something going on, you feel me? And and right now, it's quiet, man. We're doing all right, so, you know, the media quiet about it. I mean, we got our props here and there, pretty under the radar. Like, we're not getting, you know, like, real pub. Like, yo, yo, I know it's only eight games, but, yo, just give us our props. I probably thought we was going to be one and seven, two and six and shit. But we active, bro. We active. And, you know, first and foremost, my apologies to Julius Randle. But, I mean, I don't know if I should really apologize. Like, I, I just, nah, I should, man. That's that's me being a dickhead. I should apologize. But it's not like I said, like, yo, he tried. Like, I gave him his props. But, yo, man, I, I like it when players prove me wrong, man. Like, I want him to be good. He's on the Knicks. He's on the Knicks. 
I'm really impressed. Even though he's averaging a lot of turnovers, I don't even care. Because those turnovers is different now. It's not off the spin move getting stripped. It's like, hey, he set a moving pick. Some shit like that. Even the passes is like good intentions. It's like a miscommunication type of shit. So I'm not even mad at AJ Randall, man. Like I always said, I like this effort. He balls hard. Like I said all that shit. And it's just great to see him reap the rewards of, of his effort, man. Like his effort, his hard work is more tangible than it was as than the last year in the Nick uniform. You know, last year we knew he had talent. But, you know, he wasn't utilizing it the proper way. And the first eight games so far, I would have to say he is. And I'm very happy for him. I'm happy for us. I'm like what I'm seeing out of quickly. RJ Barry, he's a bit inconsistent. Like, he'll have a great game here, bad game there. At the end of the day, it's his second year in the league, yo. Like, I know Zion and John Moran came in swinging off the vines and shit, you feel me? So I respect that shit. But at the same time, I, I like RJ, man. I like his motor. He aggressive, he ain't no pussy. So he's giving us good games. I noticed he can only really hit three pointers against the Pacers. I'll take that for now. Take that for now. And you know, we see what we do. See, I like what we got going on, man. Quickly, we got someone that can know how to draw fouls. Like I don't think we really have players that could like draw fouls like that. And the refs actually call them. So I just quickly for that. Shout out for his effort, man. He on the court just balling, man. Like I, I don't think he really think about it. I think he just gets on the court. And just plays. That's shit I like, man. I like that shit. Just ball out, bro. You know, shit you get paid to do. Don't worry about nothing else. Just ball out. And that's exactly what he's doing. And it's just amazing to watch, man. Um, Quickly, A. Rivers. This is the motherfucking mad clutch right now, man. Draft day. A. Rivers. Five years later, how he's still winning, man. That's You know what I'm saying, bro? Rivers, man, he it, against the Jazz last night, yo, you would have thought he was shooting in the ocean. He was not shooting on no damn river. He had the Jazz crying a river. Oh, cry me a river. Oh, cry me a river. I ain't going to lie. I thought Donovan Mitchell was going to smoke us last night, smoke our boots off. But um, I guess he didn't. I was sort of happy that Jordan Clarkson was doing his thing because He's on my fantasy team. So when he was scoring, I was like, all right, cool, man. But just don't OD on us. You know, he scored 21 on us in the L. I'm cool with that. You know, he got my fantasy team progressing and everything. Man, my, these injuries is low management shit in terms of NBA fantasy. is blowing mine. Highly frustrated. But, yo, I got to adjust. I got to adapt. Got to look at all the players, see what's going on. And just keep shit moving, man. Because if I got to deal with it, so do other people. So I really can't make no excuses. It's just frustrating. Man, it looks like you drive Every year in NBA Fantasy, everyone thinks they got the best roster. And then fucking shit happens. The game's got to be played. Players got to stay healthy. Like, that shit is frustrating. But I always got that hope in the beginning that I'm going to win all the leagues. And after that, you just hope you can win one of the leagues or some of the leagues. And shit like that, man. I only, that wasn't the only crazy shit that happened, man. The Philly Eagles, I, I'm not, I can't be as mad as I was when it actually went down, which is on Sunday. Like, I was heated on Sunday. Like, yo, this is, y'all really disrespecting us right now. Like, if they lost with Hurts just playing, like, I right, I lost because y'all lost. And maybe Alex Smith, you know, he doing his thing. But it was like they just surrendered in the fourth quarter. And it was, it was just nastiness, man. Like, if they just lost, man, they lost. Like, if they scratched Jalen Hurts 
in the, in the first quarter. I mean, they just sat everybody at the beginning of the game. At least we knew what time it was. For him to do it in the fourth quarter, I was left speechless just like how I was right now. I was like, yo, you're not dead ass, man. But at the end of the day, they're not tanking for a first pick. It's like, yo, you six pick, eight pick, whatever, man. You're not tanking for a first pick. So even a top three pick, they was not in the hunt for a top three pick. So it made no sense to, to do that shit, man, to do that shit. Like, that was just nasty, man. And, and then, you know, like, it's a rivalry. I understand if the Eagles were playing, like, the Seahawks or some shit. Like, but that should be a rivalry, too, because those birds. Seahawks are birds. Eagles are birds. But y'all playing against a divisional rival, dog. Like, you can still knock out the team you're playing against. Like, I would take great satisfaction in knowing that I could knock a team out of the playoffs, personally. Like, I would. I'm like, oh, at least my, if my season ain't going to, going to shit, so is y'all. Straight like that. And it was just like, nah, they, 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 that ass is bent over to the Redskins, yo. Just bent over backwards. That the Redskins are sticking in their ass, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, a lot of the Eagles players were like, yo, we don't like... Yo. The Eagles players were upset with Doug Peterson, man. And I was glad to see that shit because you could just tell by their body language on the sideline. Side Hertz was upset as well. I mean... A lot of Eagles fans, like I said, man, I got a lot of respect for the fans of the Philadelphia Eagles and the city itself. It's a gritty city. I fuck with Philly in terms of that. I just didn't fuck what Peterson did. And, you know, a lot of Philadelphia Eagles fans, they could act like, like they they was happy, they was enjoying it, man. But they, I know deep down inside, they, it was embarrassing. Like, all those laughing ha-ha memes, like, that was hurt inside. They was trying to hide the pain by trying to make fun of us. Like, obviously, we was in pain, but they was so embarrassed. They was trying to, like... Play it off like they was cool about this shit. Like, come on, man. Even the players weren't cool about it. Maybe Fletcher, you know, Fletcher. Fletcher was probably cool about it. Other than that, ain't nobody else was really cool with it. Everybody else was pretty embarrassed. Like, dog. The organization probably wants to lose that game, but the players never want to lose. And that's facts on facts. So, when all that shit was going down, I was in disbelief. You know, I had time to marinate what the fuck exactly was going on with that game. Realizing that the Giants wasn't going to make the playoff. Everybody was telling the Giants to win more than six games. Obviously, you got to do that. But if you can make it with six, why not? Like, the fuck, yo? Like, I was mad. I was more mad at the Eagles. I guess fan base thinking it was okay. Like, them acting like they wasn't embarrassed. Like, they were trying to troll up. Like, oh, deep inside, y'all was hurting, man. Y'all was trying to, like, laugh with each other and shit like that, man. But it is cool, man. Like I said, I fuck with the Eagles. In a weird way, I do fuck with their fans in the city. They go to the Eagles parade. My man's is an Eagles fan. You know what I'm saying? My boy, he's an Eagles fan. You know what I'm saying? So I was out there. We was active. We had fun. It was cold as fuck. And we had a blast out there. Just because we had a blast out there doesn't mean I'm cool with them trying to take a game in which my team is trying to make the playoffs. Because, you know, I, I think I think you know what it is, man? Like, people get scared once the Giants make the playoffs because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, you just don't know what's going to happen. And I, th- I think that's what it was. That's the only thing I could think of because I know they got to get their storylines. Ooh, Tom Brady versus fucking Pat Mahomes and shit like that. But, yo, y'all did my Giants dirty, man. Who knows? What could have happened? Like, I always... Giants versus Tom Brady. I like the Giants' chances, man. Like, we put fear in that boy heart. Say what y'all want. 
But enough of that football shit, man. I'm a Giants fan. I was just excited that we had the chance to make the playoffs. One of my teams, and been a long, it's been a while since one of my teams had a chance to make the playoffs. You feel me? So, but that moment was robbed. It was clearly robbed. They just took it look fine. You know what? We just gonna sit out everybody at this game. We trying to avoid injuries for next year or whatever. They just did it at the last moment for no reason. Ah oh, man, I wonder how Nate Sudfield Nate Sudfield. I wonder how Nate Sudfield felt. I wonder how he felt. Fucking tongue twister right there, man. Sud felt. Felt. I wonder how Sud felt felt. And it didn't help, man, with the fucking Dodge coin shit when I sold half of them shits, man. I was like, oh, we got a profit, a little profit right here. Yo, we lit. Excuse me. But it's cool, man. Back to Julius Randle. I'm just proud of him. Proud of the Knicks right now. We 5-3. and three. At this moment, we are the team in New York. I don't want to hear nothing. Oh, what's going on on the other side right now? Yeah, them dudes is talented, but I like what we're going on right now. I like, I like what we got going on right now. And um, as long as us as a Knicks team keep this shit going, I'll be happy. Like, whatever happens, happens. As long as I see growth amongst the players and amongst the coaching staff. And, yeah, I would also need to see growth in, man, in terms of the organization, bro. Like, don't understand out of all basketball decisions as we – as Nick fans begged him to do. Man, like I said, it's only eight games, but I'm happy with the eight games I've seen so far. So let me enjoy this shit, yo. Like, I was scared to podcast because, like, I don't want to say something like, oh, yo, we 2 one Like, like I just want to enjoy this shit, yo. Like, sometimes I just don't have no words to say because I just want to enjoy what the Knicks are doing right now. You know, I'll be scared to pick up some of these, like, some of the players on the Knicks because... I don't want to pick him up, and all of a sudden, they're struggling. Like, I don't want to pick up Emmanuel quickly, and all of a sudden, like, he goes, like, oh, rookie slump. RJ Barry, like, oh, shit, rookie. Like, that's why I have a hard time drafting Nick players because, like, it's, like, an emotional attachment to them. Like, yo, come on, bro. Like, why, why you, like, 5 for 19 today? You don't understand. Like, your elbow a little sore and shit, but you on my fantasy team, bro. I'm going to just show up today. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. Like, Knicks were down by 18 to the Jazz. And I'm just like, yo, they ball hard, man. So we're going to see what happens. Game back and one. Watching the game against the Hawks. The Hawks started to pull away in the third quarter. The Knicks was like, all right, now we're so active. And they came back and won that game, man. It's different players stepping up at different times of the game where the players need to step up. And it's amazing. It's an amazing thing, man. And up for Peyton, like, I, I was – Damn, I really wanted to pick him up in fantasy. I was so like, you know, pick him up, man. He's doing his thing, scoring, hitting floaters and shit. But I just before I knew it, some like a lot of people, other people picked him up, and I'm sort of okay with that because, like I said, I was nervous to pick him up, but then he starts doing bad because I picked him up. You know, that's why I didn't pick him up. So I'm just doing it to benefit Alfred Payton. And also, they want to pick up Lamelo Ball, and that shit was crazy because when I was trying to pick him up, fucking woke up the next day. As everybody picked him. In all the leagues, he just got picked up magically. That shit was nasty, yo. I was like, come on, man. I was trying to pick up my guy, Lamelo. But, um, yo, I'm just happy right now, bro. Like, when it comes to the Knicks and just, just to, like, basketball, man, it helps me escape from the world at the moment, you know. It's a lot going on, but I'm happy basketball could do that for me. You know, Steph Curry. It's back out here. And I know that because he's on my fantasy team. 
You know, I watched some of that 62-point performance. I didn't see all of it. But I, I was impressed. And I'm glad to see him do that shit because I know he's not no trash dude, man. So when I get mad at you and you're talented, is that's exactly why, bro. Like, yo, do what you do, bro. And it was more so of his body language those first two games. I mean, actually, every game they lose, he's like, looks all pitiful and shit. Like, yo, I, I don't need your body language looking like that, bro. Like, you, you a baller, bro. Like, you can't be looking like weak sauce out here just because you're getting spanked. I, I don't like that shit. But um, what I will say is, like I said, he's back on his shit, man. Like, and that is good for the league. That's good for my fantasy team. It's just good, bro, because Curry, you know what I'm saying? Like, his fan base collides with the with the LeBron fan base. So it's just good just to see them go at it. I just think that's good for basketball. It's good for me to just watch people argue that argument. You can make a... It's just fun. It's just fun. So when Curry's doing bad, it's not fun. It's just like, damn, Curry, why, why are you not having fun? So, like, I want Curry to have fun. I think the Braves, I think him checking out his Braves just had a big deal, a big impact on him playing much better. I think the Braves was just, I think he was being too cool with the Braves doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he was feeling his hairstyle a bit too much. And he didn't want to sweat like that. And now once he took the Braves out, you know, I guess he got more loosey-goosey with the rock, and he's out here active, bro. It's great to see that. And... Yo, Draymond Green, man, I got him on my fantasy team, too. Like, yo, bro, can you... I just want 10 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 block, 1 steal. Like, bro, you got to average more than 2 points a game. You can't talk all this shit you talk and average, like, 2 points a game. Like, that's just nasty as well. Like, I... I like I said, I tell this, like, everybody, you know, Draymond, we all know he's shielded by the best offensive weapons in the NBA. And I was just glaringly out. Like, yo, take some pride. Add something to your offensive game besides that little lower your shoulder drawing blocking foul shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, add something, bro. We're not saying average 30 points a game. But be somewhat of a competent offensive player, bro. Like, them assists he got, they're all fake. Pass it to Curry. He shoots it. He makes it. Like, I could get those assists. I'm hating, but whatever. I'm just saying, bro. Like, he's... Not talented, but he's not whack. But he could be better. And that's all I'm trying to say. And he could add a couple elements to his game to extend his career. But I, I think he's going to go like the, the Rob Gronkowski route and just try to ride the wave out on the Warriors as much as he can. Because if he gets traded anywhere else, you know, it's not looking too good for him. But my thing is, like, I, I don't know, like, what he's exactly doing in terms of working on his game. Like, he's a smart dude. He knows how to stay within his limits. But you got to expand your limits, bro. Like, do some ill shit. Like, you know, just add a little, like, spin move here. A little mid-range pull up there. Like, something simple but effective to your game, bro. To be more of a weapon out here. You can't be having zero points, five assists, three rounds, five assists, and be like, yo, man, had a great impact on my team. No, you didn't, bro. I'm just lucky. But, like I said, I got him on my fantasy team. I would love for him to prove me wrong as well. I think that would be amazing. It's great to see John Wall back. John Wall looking good and healthy on the basketball court, as I expected. Actually, better than I expected. I ain't going to hold you. I, th I thought he was going to be like a little rusty, but he came out the gate swinging. But at the same time, he did have about two years off to recover from everything due to, like, COVID, due to, like, his injury. And um, I know he's been through a lot. So, shout to John Wall, man. James Harden, in shape or not shape, he giving you buckets. I fuck with it. You know, um, 
the lifestyle a bit too litty for me right now, but like I said, I respect it, man. If someone out there doing the things I want to do, I just got to respect it. You feel me? And, um, yeah, shit about to get real interesting, man. It's like, it's about Nixon 5 and 3. We got the right culture, the right heart. The players are very, very active and I would say, like, unified, man. Everyone's out there communicating. Everybody happy when someone else does good. It's just great to see from a Knicks fan perspective because this is what we want. We just want our players to play hard and show us that they care. And it's just been a while since we felt that way that our players actually care. And we're just happy, man. We're building a culture. We're moving forward the right way. Uh, There's so much more for me to say, but, like, at this moment in time, I just don't know how to say it. But... But really, five and three. Maybe that's how impressed I am with the Knicks. The fact that we're five and three. The fact that we started off zero and two, and now we're five and three. So if we're zero and two, I would not think we was gonna be five and three. We could have played the worst team in the NBA eight straight times. I still wouldn't think we're five and three. And the craziest thing is, I think we did lose to the worst team in the NBA at the moment. I think the Raptors. They're like one and seven, one and six, and their one win was against us, the New York Knicks, in a game that we went three for thirty-six. Like, God damn. That was some real New York Knicks shit when they said the Knicks had the best three-point shooting percentage in the league for the first few games. And then the next, the game that, that was announced, the Knicks go three for 36. That's crazy. That's some real New York Knicks shit right there, buddy. But the shots they're taking is much better. The offense is flowing much flu- much more fluider. Is that, I don't know if that's a word, fluider. But it's just nice to watch, man. These players care. Makes us care even more. Like, now if they're down 15, 10 points, we know they're not going to quit. Like, they're going to, the effort's going to be there to get back into the game, as we've seen this whole season so far. It's only eight games, I know, but they could have folded, they could have folded against the Hawks. They could have folded against the Jazz, but they chose not to. And they shouldn't because they're all professional players, but it's great to them, it's great to see them act as professionals, man, and show that they care. And, you know, quickly, Stepped up in the nick of time. So as Mitchell Robinson, I, I like Tibbs' praise about Mitch Robinson. I like how he's slowly trying to reel him into his greatness. And hopefully, you know, John Moran, he gets healthier, better uh, sooner. And you know, I'm looking forward to more consistency from R.J. Barrett. I still like his effort. I still like his motor. I still like his mindset. And hopefully, you know, we start. he starts reaping the results of greatness sooner rather than later. But he acts, his demeanor is of a great player, and he should act like that as well because, you know, he has all the tools and, and, and surroundings to be great. And, you know, like I said, it's only a second year. They want to see more progression, yes. But we just got to take our time with it. Uh, like I said, he got that New York demeanor about him. And, yo, we excited, man. But where was the dip? For the Dodge, where was the dip? Where was it? So good, man. The Knicks learned, taught me how to manage my emotions. So, like, the stock game or whatever you want to call it, like, I'm learning how to manage my emotions because of the Knicks, man. The Knicks really helped me learn how to manage my emotions, man. And um, right now, when I think of the Knicks right now, my emotions is great, man. And, you know, just going to take it from here. Like, win or lose, moving forward, we know we're building the right way, and that's, just as important as anything else because if we don't got no championship expectations 
If you hear that shit, that's just from a real, 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 real crazy Nick fan. That's not the average Nick fan. The average Nick fan is just chilling. When I mean average, I mean like the average passionate Nick fan. Like who's really a Knicks fan? We just taking it one game at a time and just enjoying this shit. Like we're not thinking too far ahead. I mean we are in terms of like players and shit, but like or the direction of the team and the young players we're gonna try to get in the future. But we're just enjoying Every game as it passes by. We're just enjoying it. We're not thinking too far ahead. You know what's behind us. We're just trying to enjoy this moment. You know what they say, right? The history is the past. And the present is his gift. And with that being said, this is episode 53. Listen to the Knicks fan. And I'm going to head up out of here. And you guys have a great week and a great year. And I'll be back at some point around this time next week. Skrrr!